Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Welcome to the annual MLB betting preview show. We have winners with the Masters, guys. This is a tradition unlike any other. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. Opening day almost here, and even though he was just here a couple of weeks ago, kind man. He's like, you know what? I like talking baseball. We need to do this since we do it every single year. We've done it and a pretty successful rate yearly season preview for Major League Baseball right here on Early Odds. His name is Michael Beller, podcast host and producer over at The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at mbeller. That's the hot trend, right, Michael? We just uh, we pick a champion out of the NL East, and, that, and that's how we cast some tickets. That's what we do. That's what we do. Two <laughs> years in a row, obviously not including the 2020 season. I think we can. There, there's an NL East team that's not one of the two that we've done on 2019 and 2021 that I like quite a bit coming into this year. So maybe we can do three in a row here. Sorry, Jose Abreu. We're taking away your MVP. 2020 doesn't count. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we, we throw it out the window. Is there another NL East team? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. But we've got a lot of work to do. We want to get through all of these divisions, any appealing uh, bets there on futures win totals, maybe World Series, MVP, Cy Young. There could be a Rookie of the Year winner over on the north side of Chicago. Mm -hmm. So uh, we need to hit all those angles. Let's start with the National League Central. Michael, I know that's uh, where your favorite team resides. And there are some that are confused by this Cubs win total because every time you look, it keeps on climbing. And I do understand it. Is Cincinnati's going to sell off everything that isn't nailed to the floor? Those victories, even though I thought they should have done a little bit better last year, those victories have to go somewhere. They need Mm -hmm. to be redistributed 
somewhere in the division. And you're always going to get some Cubs money. So if you're a, a bookmaker, I don't think you can go wrong by bumping up the Cubs a win or two. And that's what's uh, happened since these numbers popped. I also don't think they're like some hopeless team. I think there's like there's there are things to be excited about. This isn't you know, 2015, 16, 17, 18 Cubs, but there's some, like, I, I'd like, if you're realistic about what they were going to do this offseason, I kind of like their offseason. Like, say, Suzuki obviously speaks for itself, but, you know, Marcus Stroman, I think they've got some pretty nice depth. I like the Jonathan VR signing. I'm excited to see what they, how they mix and match all the pieces in the infield. Like, they're, they're not a hopeless team. I think if you're, if you're betting the, the Cubs over, what you have to be worried about is that they are, like, six under 500 at the break and they sell a few key pieces, most notably Wilson Contreras. And what, what team that was playing to like a 77, 78 win pace suddenly becomes like a 72, 73 win team. I think that's what you have to be concerned about if you're betting the over. But I don't think that they're going to be this like totally dreadful laughing stock of a team that you know, like they should, they should be thought of as a, a cut above Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I think definitely is right for this team. Yeah, division odds, win total, slotted right in there as the third place team in the NL Central. If you think they're going to hang around 500, you should certainly be pounding the over because the numbers 74 and a half, 75 and a half wins are the Cubs the third best team in the division. I think unquestionably. Pittsburgh is already playing the service time manipulation game with O'Neill Cruz. Cincinnati, as you said, uh, just trading away everything that's not that's not nailed down. Obviously, I don't think you can. I don't think you can quite make an argument for them uh, in in St. Louis's class. So I think they're easily the third best team in the division, which probably equates to uh, somewhere in that 76, 77 win pace. So just over, but probably not worth a bet. Over for me, if I'm forced to pick every single over or under, I would pick over for the Cubs. Not worth a bet for me. But the Cubs bet that is out there is probably Suzuki at NL Rookie of the Year. it's If you're excited about that, uh, think of the volume that he's going to get this season, 155 to 160 games. You could still find him at 5-1 to one over at points bet. I know it's shorter number elsewhere. Are you on that uh, Suzuki train, 5-1 to one, Rookie of the Year? I, yeah, I, I think that's a great bet. I mean, he's going to, like, the volume's going to be there. He, he should be playing every day, every single day. Say Suzuki's name should be in the lineup. He should get 158 starts, assuming health. It's O'Neill Cruz starting the year in the minors. Hunter Green's going to be in the majors, so that's exciting. C.J. Abrams, another guy who you would expect to contend. You know, we'll see what San Diego does exactly with him. But you know, say Suzuki is coming over with an excellent track record, like we all know. Uh, there's good reason to believe that everything he showed in Japan should be able to translate right to the majors. I think that that is a totally a fair number. It's going to be that short. You're not going to maybe you get something a little bit better in season if he starts out slow, which you know, adjusting to the majors, playing half your games in Chicago in April. Uh, we all, we were all accustomed to uh, to that weather that we've been experiencing recently. So maybe he gets off to a slow start and the number improves a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think he absolutely deserves to be looked at as the favorite to win. And I think at five to one, that, that's a bet I'm definitely comfortable making. All these division numbers are the best that I could find. And the lowest uh, number on the Brewers I could find is minus 165. I have to bet 165 to win 100. They're one of the larger favorites. Can the Cardinals make some sort of a run? They are plus 240, plus 240. What bothers me is we don't quite know the shoulder situation with Jack Flaherty, exactly. but but it certainly uh, helps out the Redbirds that now the, now the Reds have completely bowed out. So your competition is one team in the division. Yeah, it's one team in the division that's probably a lot better than you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the, like, I mean, Jack Flaherty's shoulder situation just totally 
torpedoed, I think, any any hope that we could have for this team knocking off the Brewers as we sit here in March. This was the yeah. issue I had with this team last year with Jack Flaherty. I believe they're going to be able to hit, but like, where's the pitching going to come from? And Wainwright had a resurgent year last year. Are we really counting on that? Again, Miles Michaelis, Stephen Max, Dakota Hudson, like that's just – that is not a, a rotation that moves the needle. And even like the bottom half of their lineup, like they're going to be getting a lot of at-bats out of Yadier Molina, Albert Pujols, Harrison Bader, Tommy Edmond, who is finally getting moved out of the leadoff spot. It looks like this is a guy with like a 3 310 OBP the last couple of seasons, and he's been hitting leadoff stubbornly for Mike Schilt, but now Mike Schilt's gone. I don't think he'll lead off anymore, but there's some questions in the bottom half of the lineup. There are questions all through the rotation. They deserve to be looked at as the second best team in the division. I don't know if they touch the Brewers. I think the Brewers have some of the best runaway capabilities of any team in any division. Yep, I hear you there. Uh, one more thing on the Cardinals. We might as well just empty the bucket here. Uh, Tyler O'Neill getting some buzz for home run leader. Mm-hmm. The number keeps on dropping. I see it as low as 20 and as high as 40 at the Illinois sports books. Busted out his first full season. Can, uh, can he back it up? I think he can't back it up. This is a guy who has monster power numbers in the minors too. So he was expected to be this sort of power hitter. Can he do it? Yeah, he certainly can do it. Most of the uh, publicly available projection systems have him anywhere in the 30s. You have some in the high 30s, some in the low 30s. And I do think that's ultimately where he lives. I think he can do it. I actually have a favorite for home run leader, at least a bet that I'm really interested in player in another division. So maybe I'll save it until we get to that division or I can give it to okay. you now up to you, Joe. Let, let's save it. Let, let's okay. make sure we keep them here. So they hang, continue to hang out on this Saturday morning as we're getting ready for the final four. This is early odds with Joe Ostrowski. My guest, Michael Beller from the athletic at M Beller on Twitter. Don't worry. We will, we will get to it. You know what? I'm thinking it's going to be in this next division. Maybe we'll see. Is it in the NL East? It is in the NL East. Oh no. I know what it is. I already know. <laughs> should, should I announce it? I'll announce it. Yeah, it's go Ka- for it. It's Kyle Schwarber. It's Kyle Schwarber. It is. It's this whole <laughs> Phillies team. This is going to be the through line for this year. This is the NL East team for this year. Okay. And I just, I, I love what they've done this year. But Kyle Schwarber, I mean, wow, what a binge he went on last year, uh, right before he got traded from Washington to Boston. And then he got hurt, still did great in Boston when he came back healthy. I mean, Citizens Bank Park, there could not be a better place for Kyle Schwarber to have landed in terms of leading the league in homers. I think he has his first 40 homer season. Uh, what, what's the number you got at him? Uh, 25 to one, something, someone in there for, for home run leader. I, I mean, I, I love Kyle Schwarber. Michael, if you uh, shop around, you can still find a 40. Woo. Yes, he's going to hit 40 homers this year. I mean, playing half his games at Citizens Bank, that is a perfect stadium for him. We all saw what Bryce Harper did, left-handed power swing, right? I mean, this is this is a beautiful stadium for Kyle Schwarber, a great landing spot, going to hit at the top of the order, so the plate appearances are going to be there. Love the Kyle Schwarber home run leader bet this year. Okay, so why aren't we higher on the Phillies to win the division? Maybe you are. You could find them at plus 400. The problem is the Braves and the Mets have win totals into the 90s, somewhere between 90 and 91 and a half. Some have Atlanta's the favorite. Some have the New York Mets. And there are the Phillies sitting there. I don't want to face that team in a short series with that rotation. And you just mentioned Harper and Schwarber. Bullpen, always an issue there. but, But should Philadelphia be getting more love? I think they should be. And it's understandable. I mean, the Mets and the Braves absolutely deserve to be looked at as not only the co-favorites in this division, but as a cut above the Phillies. There's no question about it. Look at what the, I mean, the Braves are the returning champs and they lose Freddie Freeman, but they replace him with Matt Olson and uh, the, the Mets had Max Scherzer and, you know, Scherzer into Grom. I mean, that's going to be ridiculous. Like they should be the co-favorites. 
this Phillies team is going to hit a billion home runs approximately this season. They're just going to be a, just a fearsome offense, top to bottom. You got Schwarber, you got Bryce, you got Castellanos, you got JT Real Muto. Reese Hoskins is going to hit a ton of homers. A bottom half of the order with Gene Segura, Didi Gregorius. This team is going to hit, hit, hit. You've got Alec Bohm, maybe not even in an everyday spot for this team. And you mentioned the bullpen. This is always an issue with this team. I like what they did. I think when you're trying to rebuild a bullpen in one year, you could do a whole lot worse than Corey Knebel, Jose Alvarado, Brad Hand, Jury's Familia. That's not a horrible back four. We've seen bad looks from all four of those guys over the last couple of seasons. In Knebel's case, it's mostly been health-related, and he's been healthy, he's been good, he's had some health issues. That back four of, the, of that bullpen could really come together in an impressive way. Like I like what this team has done a lot. I think that they should be the third team in this division, but – they're probably my favorite NL team across the board when we're factoring in prices for the 15 NL teams. Yeah, and we're four to one for the division. With the expanded playoff format, they should get in. That's something to consider. Top to bottom, I, I would put this as the best division in the National League just because of the strength you have at four with an up-and-coming Miami Marlins team. And if you look at the fourth and fifth place teams, in the other two divisions, in the West and the Central, not as strong. Are you on board with me there? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, one through three, I would say the maybe the NL West has an argument to be right there with the East, but then four and five put this division a piece apart from the, from the other two. Uh, how good is Miami going to be? I love Trevor Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll probably uh, take a long shot play in him in one of the awards that, that we'll mention coming up. But uh, I'm not expecting them to win the division, but that win total 76 and a half, that's gettable. It's definitely gettable. Love this team. Love what they have uh, in the rotation. Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, Trevor Rogers, Eliezer Hernandez, Jesus Luzardo. That's a fun rotation. If and when they get Sixto Sanchez back also, like that is a super, super fun uh, group of pitchers and a team that we should be looking at as an up-and-comer. Offense is going to hold them back. We know that for sure. But I do think that win total is gettable. Same, same way I feel for the Cubs. If I were forced to bet all 30, I would be leaning over on this team because of the way I think they're going to pitch. Uh, and some of the bats that you can't be excited about, like, you know, Jorge Soler's here. Abasel Garcia is here. A couple of old friends from Chicago. Like, those guys are going to do what they do. Jazz Chisholm, great start to the year last year. Still just 24 years old. Like, there's some things to like about this offense. I would lean over. Definitely not bettable, though. So do we have to uh, just divorce ourselves from the Braves this year after winning the World Series? <laughs> I think uh, you know, for, for betting purposes, I think we do. I probably, if, I'm, if I'm just like making picks, I probably pick them to win the division over the Mets, actually. But for betting purposes, there's just the value has been totally sucked out. And understandably so. It's, the, it's virtually the same team with Matt Olson in place of Freddie Freeman. That's a team that yep. we should be looking at as one of the best teams in the majors. Once again, uh, the Mets, what do we do? Nothing? Stay away? I mean, they're always so scary. They're so scary, but like, I mean, Joe, if this team's healthy, shouldn't they? They should be awesome. They should be, they should be great. I'm talking about DeGrom for MVP again. Yeah, right. I mean, this should be an awesome team. I mean, look at that rotation top to bottom. Carlos Carrasco looks as good as he's looked in years since coming over from Cleveland. I I, I love the fact that they made a a couple of moves with their offense that has let guys like, you know, Tom Smith and J.D. Davis now be bench bats rather than guys who they're leaning on in the uh, everyday lineup. I I really like the top of the order with uh, Nimmo Marte, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso. I really like the way that that looks. They've got some positional flexibility 
versatility where they're going to be able to mix and match. And that was you know, sort of the secret uh, to the Giants' success last year was how aggressively they were able to play platoons and how aggressively they were able to you know mix and match righty-lefty versus depending on who they were playing uh, against on the mound and how they were able to keep guys fresh all year long. They didn't deal with a ton of injuries because they weren't asking guys to overextend themselves for 150 starts each. And I think that the Mets are going to be able to do something similar. This is all coming down to health. Uh, for this team. If that rotation can stay healthy, this should be a really good team, which scares me about the Phillies, but like this is going to be, I mean, those top three, this is going to be a fun, fun division to watch. Poor Juan Soto. Poor Juan Soto. (laughs) We'll get to that with the MVP (laughs) is your, is your uh, big time favorite on the national league side. Early out to Joe Ostrowski sports radio, six seventy. the score, our MLB betting preview uh, with you on this Saturday morning, national league West. Here is your biggest favorite of all the divisions, no surprise. The best price you can find is minus 220, the Dodgers. I see a win total of 99 and a half on your L.A. Dodgers. The second favorite, Padres, without Tatis at the start of the year. Third favorite, the big shocker a season ago, San Francisco Giants. Then we drop down to the Rockies and the D-backs. we we got to start with L.A. Um, what, Pakoda have 101? Mm-hmm. Do you dare bet over I wouldn't. the Dodgers I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't dare bet under either right. like winning 100 games is we know teams are going to do it it's still like a feat to get to 100 wins and like the, the what was it? that was 2019 right where the Dodgers were cruising to their win total and then they just hit that snag where they went like two and 12 at some point like in August everything in the west was locked up and all that and suddenly out of nowhere they just went on this horrible cold streak and it didn't matter to them as far as winning the division but it mattered to total betters and so like you just never no matter how good you are you never know when that's going to come and as great as this team obviously is on paper and is going to be this side of every single person on the team getting hurt 100 wins is is you don't want to bet on anyone winning 100 games because too many things can happen you can be an awesome baseball team and win 98 games and so too many things can happen for this to go wrong is the over under on mvp potential candidates in the dodgers lineup six and a half <laughs> seriously mean, yeah the, the projected war that i saw from fangrass for will smith is one of the highest on the team <laughs> well they got three they've got three mvps here right already yeah that's right isn't it it's that's freeman and bellinger so how can it derail that, that that's what you're considering <laughs> I mean, with everyone gets hurt everyone gets hurt <laughs> right i just i don't it, it can't it can't derail but I, you can't bet on a team to win 100 games you just can't do it giants or padres which do you prefer some would say giants a little lucky everything went right a year ago can they back it up but you know they're going to be aggressive the thing that stands out to me about these two teams is I, I can't figure out why there's such a wide gap between their division winner odds even though I lean Padres, there should not be the numbers I've seen have mostly been Padres in the 325, 330 range and the Giants in like the 550 range. And like that, yeah. just, just, that does not add up to me. It's I more think point they, flippy, it, don't you think? It's definitely as if it, like you could tell me they're they're both in the 350 range or the both they're both in the 550 range. And I would say fine, but they should be in the same range. And so even though I prefer the Padres, I don't think why well, I don't understand why there's such a gap between these two teams. I expect a, a, a better U Darvish this season. I expect a better Blake Snell this season. They're going to get something out of Mike Clevenger this season. Yeah. Who knows what that's going to look like, but they're going to get something out of him this season. Joe Musgrove, a breakthrough year. I just trust that pitching a little bit more than I trust San Francisco minus Kevin Gosman. And so that's why I, I'm trusting this team to be able to keep itself competitive without Fernando Tatis, get Tatis back. 
and be the playoff competitor we thought they were going to be a season ago. Yeah, I mean, come on, with San Diego in that rotation, I mean, that's a story with most teams. Once you get to the back end, oh, that's an issue. Well, yeah, it's Major League Baseball. Yeah. There are only so many good starters to go around. And when you get to four or five, you're thinking, okay, it's Joe Musgrove, Chris Paddock in some order. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And so I just, I like them. I like them better than I like San Francisco. I don't like either of those as division winner bets though, because I will get mixed up with the Dodgers, whether it's betting on them or betting against them when we get to October until then, I'm just going to you know buy a ticket and enjoy the ride. That's the athletics, Michael Beller. I'm Joe Ostrowski here on early odds. We've covered the three national league divisions. And next we break down the American league and some MVP bets. We'll be back at our typical 8 to 9 a.m. slot next Saturday. Follow me on Twitter at Joe Ostrowski, at Joe Ostrowski. You're listening to Early Odds on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. The Score listener line is open 24-7-365 and powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Welcome back on Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski here on 670 The Score. Michael Beller from The Athletic, our yearly guest on this MLB betting preview show. The National League is in the book. So now let's jump to the American League Central with the White Sox. They are your favorite there. No question about it. Minus 195 on the board. The win totals hovering 91 and a half at most spots. Your outliers have it up to 93 and a half in town. Second place. Most spots have the twins as the second best team, but I have seen some win totals that would suggest the Tigers are the second best team in the division. Then you've got the Guardians fourth and the Royals fifth. I said Guardians. I got it right. Immediately. Uh, (laughs) Is there anything exciting? We were talking off air that if you're looking for MLB markets, some of these divisions appear to be decided before things even get going. Baseball always happens, like Theo Epstein says, and we'll see if that's the case. But I would love to see some sportsbook post a second place option for people to bet on, because when you look at the two centrals, it seems like it's going to be pretty clear cut. We're talking Milwaukee and the Southsiders. I would be very surprised. Like baseball's going to happen. I totally agree with you, Theo. Baseball's going to happen in the NL East and the AL East and the AL West. I don't know if baseball's going to happen so much in the <laughs> AL Central, the NL Central, and the NL West in terms of yeah. the division winners, at least. White Sox should be looked at as runaway favorites. I think they should run away with this division. But I love though. I love Tigers versus Twins. I wish we could do a Tigers versus Twins bet because that would be fun. That would be fun to see what right. It's 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 Minnesota's offense and does Detroit's pitching take that big step forward that so many of us think they're going to um i lean yeah. toward minnesota it, it's it's sort of an assumption right now you know we, we know what eduardo rodriguez is love seeing that move i love that the tigers went for it the tigers made some big investments in guys who are like if things don't pan out like eddie rodriguez might not be here for a competitive detroit team javier bias might not be here for a competitive detroit team but they went and they're 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 really they're trying to put those pieces together and they're trying to do something exciting and competitive in 2022 i think we're still we're, we're assuming too much of a jump from really all three of those young pitchers Casey Ma, Casey Mize Tarek Skubal Matt Manning you know we're expecting a lot out of those three guys those guys who are really gonna have to carry a lot of what this Detroit jump is Riley Green is gonna have to carry a lot of what the expected Detroit jump is in his rookie season so we're, we need a lot out of those youngsters I think they're gonna be a fun competitive team like they were a season ago but I look up and down at that Minnesota lineup after adding Carlos Correa and it's like Buxton Polanco Correa Sano, Max Kepler, Alex Kirilov. Like, I know what those dudes are going to do. Everyday job for Gio Urshela. Feel very good about them. Like the Sunny Gray trade. 
I would lean them over the Tigers and I actually like the Twins uh, win total bet as an over. I think this can be a 500 team. And in most spots, at least the last I've looked, you can get still a, a number that's under 81 and a half as their win total. And I think this should be a 500 team. Great point by you on Detroit. It would be a great thing for baseball if Detroit is ready and they mm-hmm. can take that step and they can compete for something. If we're talking about a playoff spot, whatever. Remember, they did have that good long run last year yeah. when people are saying, wait, wait, hold on, watch out for Detroit. And that's why many think it's going to happen this year. Projection systems hate them. Dakota has them at 67 wins. Fangraphs has them at 75. That's no slight, but it's not even hitting their win total at mm-hmm. 75 wins. Uh, some books have them at 78 and a half uh, plus 750 to win the division. Feels like everybody's on the same thing. And maybe we're, we want it to happen a year before it's actually going to happen. So I totally get what you're saying about Detroit. The likelihood of all of their young guys hitting at the same time. Come on. We've been around this game long enough to understand yeah. that that yeah. is very challenging, even though they're in the right direction and it would be a good thing for baseball to see teams go for it. As we're seeing teams like the Cincinnati Reds just unload everyone, even though, hey, guys, um, lottery systems here. Did you notice <laughs> they don't seem to care? Uh-huh. Like we're, we're, we're in full on tank mode. So it's the White Sox. Any win totals to get excited about? I'm tempted to bet the White Sox over where I can still find it without the Chicago tax applied to it. Um, yeah. You know, right. Where if you can go over 91 it, and a half, I think I would like this team was, they were never held. They were never fully healthy last year. There was not one. Like, did they play one game where they were, were like everyone uh, across the board was out there. I mean, maybe they ultimately did toward the end of the season. They won 93 games. And they were never really healthy. They were never all the way there. They did. I mean, there's there's going to be that familiar refrain. They're eventually going to have to answer the question about beating good teams because we know that's been the case with this team the last couple of seasons. They beat up on weaklings. They they uh, fall down when they have to step up in weight class. Yep. But this is just. I mean, there's you know, bottom half of the lineup maybe gives you some question marks. Right field gives you some question marks. Back half of the rotation potentially gives you some question marks. But they're going to hit one through six. They are going to absolutely pitch the hell out of the ball at the top of the rotation. They have a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous bullpen that is just not going to give up leads. Like baseball is going to baseball, right? But like, like so many things would have to go wrong for their for their bullpen not to be what we expect it to be. And that is such a weapon the way the game is played in the modern era, such a weapon for this team. Uh, that That is one, like I, I typically don't love betting overs on 90 plus win teams, no matter how good I think they are. Sure. That's probably the one that I would actually consider is the White Sox. Cause I think they can beat up on those bad teams in the division again. And that there's reason to believe a lot of individual players take steps forward. All right. So there you have with the AL century uh, early odds of Joe Ostrowski sports radio, six seventy. the score our MLB betting preview with our guests, Michael Beller from the athletic American league East. Oh, is this division top heavy? Cause uh, there's Baltimore. <laughs> we, we probably shouldn't waste any time on, but you could tell me, uh, okay, blue Jays are going to win the division. Yankees could raise could I could buy all of it. But then you, you, when you start to look at the talent that's on this Red Sox lineup, assuming they stay healthy, I'm like, okay, uh, they shocked people early last season, but they could make some sort of a run. Where should we start? Where, where does the conversation begin with this division? I mean, this is a betting show, so I think it has to start with what would we bet on? And the only thing I would bet on in this division is the Red Sox to win it. That's, I mean, I, I think the Blue Jays are the best team. Wow. If I had to make a World Series pick today, it very well might be the Blue Jays, not as a bet, just as what I actually think is going to happen. But the, the Red Sox sitting way back from the pack 
uh, around the plus 600 area when you're looking at the the Blue Jays, uh, Rays, and and Yankees all living in the plus 180 to plus 240 area, and then you've got the Red Sox at plus 600. Mm-hmm. But this team, this team is gonna they're gonna rake. This is an awesome offense. This is a great like talk about like a team that did not necessarily need Trevor Story that went out <laughs> and got Trevor Story. You know, you've got him with Devers who could win the MVP and Xander Bogarts and JD Martinez. And, Alex Verdugo, guys who fill little holes like that, uh, and Kike Hernandez. Like this is going to be a really, really, really good offense that is built to win like nine to eight games that you're going to play quite a bit when you're playing the Yankees and you're playing the Blue Jays. Like this is a team that is that even though they have by far the most questionable pitching of the four AL East contenders, they are built to withstand the AL East gauntlet. And so the fact that they're so far back from those other three teams, mm-hmm. like that, it's the Red Sox are nothing as far as a division winner bet goes. Wow. Yeah. The more I think about that roster, and of course, one of the starting points is, is Chris Sale going to stay healthy? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of them. But if he is going every fifth day, what's not to like? You're right. They're not that much worse than the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, the win total says there's a five to six win gap. I'm not quite sure about that. Yeah. Uh, the win totals say that there's an eight win gap with the Red Sox and Toronto Blue Jays. As much as I love that team, eh, I can't quite agree with that. Blue Jays are also going to rake. Do you think the pitching is on par with the Red Sox, the, the Blue Jays after losing Robbie Ray? I do. I think I think it's I think it's significantly better. I don't think there's, and then I'm going to, I'll even give the Red Sox a 25 start season out of Chris Sale and say that I would comfortably, comfortably take the Blue Jays. I don't think Kevin Gosman puts up the numbers in Toronto. He did in San Francisco. Still a very solid pitcher. I've never been a, I, Jose Barrios is what he is. He's never going to be the ace. A lot of people thought he uh, was when he was coming up for Minnesota. Still a very good pitcher. Hyunjin Ryu has shown himself to be a reliable, bankable guy when healthy. Alec Manoa should take a big step forward this season. You say Kikuchi as your fifth starter. Not many fifth starters are going to compete with you say Kikuchi top to bottom. There's just not a hole in the rotation. I don't know if you point to one guy and say, uh, we're playing a wild card game or we're playing a game seven. That's yeah. our dude. I don't think yeah. they have that guy, but this is a rotation of twos and threes from top to bottom. Well, that that's the surprising part that they've become the betting favorite, the hot team this year in the American league without having a true ace mm-hmm. on the team. All right, Anthony Rizzo is back with the Yankees. They've got Josh Donaldson. Uh, Garrett Cole, it looked like for a while that he was going to be your AL Cy Young. Uh, couldn't completely stay healthy. There are a few issues going on with Cole throughout last year. What do we think about the pinstripes? Take their nine guys who are going to be in like their opening day lineup and the five guys in the rotation. How many of these guys do you trust to play a full season without, without like 15 days on the IL? Is it like, is it two? <laughs> that's not, that's the, not that's judge the not gallo yeah rizzo. not donaldson yeah rizzo, yeah, rizzo back yeah. hicks uh jordan montgomery luis severino jameson tyone I, I mean on paper this team is awesome if if the mlb season were two weeks long like which i think they should be considered the the, the world series favorite they're going to deal with injuries now they did a great job in building in contingencies for those injuries dj lemayhu might not even be a regular player for this team marwin gonzalez a guy who is super flexible as we've seen can play all over the diamond that's what he's going to do for them tim lacastro a lot of speed a lot of defense he can give dudes in the in the outfield some days off so like they have plenty of depth built in they're going to have to tap into that depth i think more often than most teams are and so that's the, that's the thing that concerns me about this team i think i would argue that they have the second highest ceiling outside of the Dodgers. 
if if this were uh, MLB the show and we could turn injuries off, I would feel very good about this team. I just worry about you know what happens if uh, three of those guys are on the IL at the same time, which with all these guys checkered injury histories and all these dudes being in like most of them being in their thirties, like that's not, that's not a crazy thing to happen. None of us would be shocked if, you know, Rizzo Stanton and Donaldson run the IL at the same time. And so that's when the depth, what, what looks like a, a great luxury starts to be like, Oh no, now these guys are playing every single day. Now LeMahieu, Marwin and LaCastro, who we were thinking were going to be great depth are now everyday starters. And so that is where this team gets a little bit scary for me. And we're not even talking about how many innings they are expecting to get out of Jordan Montgomery, Luis Severino and Jamison Tyone. So there are some major injury questions with this team. That's why I stay away from them for betting right now, because I mean, if things go right for this team, this could be a, a 103 win team with all the talent they've got. Okay, American League West. So a year ago at this time, the buzzy team was the Angels, yeah. and it was a complete dud. This time around, the buzzy team is the Seattle Mariners. And what we're learning is people still can't stand the Houston Astros. Am I right? <laughs> yes. yes, we are. And I get why all the buzz is coming out of Seattle. Um, that was a fun team last year at the end of the season when they were suddenly winning every game. I was pulling for them to make the playoffs because please Blake, break that playoff drought would be very fun to see that organization back in, back in the playoffs. But I'm doing it again, Joe. I just, I'm getting back to the Angels. The, 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 the division okay. bets I like are Angels. Red Sox uh, and Phillies. And I'm going back to this Angels team. I just, I can't quit these guys. I cannot quit this team. Otani Trout, you get a healthy Rendon back in the mix. You get a full season out of Joe Adele. I think that could be a whole lot of fun. You've got Jared Walsh now as a a real masher in the middle of that lineup. I mean, Otani Trout, Walsh, and Rendon, that could be the, that could be, you know, I don't know what, 130 home runs between those four guys uh, if Rendon can stay healthy. And then with the rotation, like I think, you know, Patrick Sandoval uh, is a nice guy in in that rotation. I think you could see a a lot out of Reed Detmers this season uh, for that team. I think that uh, this is a guy who, you know, I maybe want to talk about for an award down the line here, but Reed Detmers is going to be a big guy for that team. I like the Noah Syndergaard pickup. Yeah. Obviously we haven't seen Noah for, for a long time here, but I think that's a really nice pickup for this team. I think that was a smart signing. And then in the rotation or in the, in the bullpen, excuse me, got rock solid Rysel Iglesias at the back end of the rotation. Those of us in Chicago know Ryan Tapera very well and how good of a, yeah. uh, of a reliever he was last season, Aaron loop, Archie Bradley, there's arms in that rotation or in that bullpen that you can lean on. I, I, I'm, I like this team again, and I think there's reason to doubt the, the Astros. And so uh, the angels at their price, this is, this is one of the three division bets that, uh, that I've got a ticket on right now. Cause I think this team can, can finally take that step forward that we've been expecting out of them for so long. And the last thing you want is to be a year off on the angels. And then you're, you're mad at them for last year. <laughs> you sell and, and then, and then they finally come through. Look, I, I was higher on Seattle when the win totals first pop, but when we're talking 80, 81, that makes sense to me. Now we're out to 84 and a half. No, thanks. Where's the depth in that rotation after Robbie mm-hmm. Ray? Great addition, but where is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. You you got Winker. I like it. I You're adding some depth to this team overall, but we're at a point right now where we're just going too far on Seattle. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Like, what do you trust that you're getting out of Marco Gonzalez? What do you trust you're getting out of Chris Flexen? 
even if you're the biggest Logan Gilbert fan in the world, what do you what do you totally trust you're getting out of Logan Gilbert? We just talked about the Blue Jays as a rotation that doesn't have an ace, but they've got like a twos and threes up and down. Seattle has an ace, and then they've got a bunch of fours and fives. And I would rather be in Toronto's position than in Seattle's. Okay. Uh, Michael Beller, before we let you go, uh, we've got a hit on MVP. MVP for both leagues. Anything jump out to you in the AL? You've got three names at the very top, a National League side, only one. So I want something to jump out at me. Nothing jumps out at me in the AL. I poke some holes in the Blue Jays. I do think that team's going to hold up, and I think they're going to be very good. So that's typically where I start out with these MVP bets. Typically, you're going to be on a winner, maybe a division winner, maybe not. So Bo Bichette and George Springer are both interesting to me as AL MVPs. I think Bo takes a big step forward. And Springer, I mean, you know, Springer's going to lead off for that team most likely every day. Marcus Semien did that for that team a season ago. In that role, Marcus Samian scored 115 runs and drove in 107. And so if you get Springer doing something like that, that ridiculous home run pace Springer was on last year, Samian himself hit 45. Like, you know, George Springer could easily be like a 40-100-100 sort of player for a team that wins 100 games. The price that doesn't reflect that, I think the, the price acknowledges the fact that he does have an injury question hanging over his head. Uh, but Bo Bichette, George Springer, two guys who, who I think are interesting AL MVP bets for sure. And Michael, since there's only one name on the top of the National League, what I found as you go down the board, there's not much value because you don't have that trio of Vlad Jr., Otani, mm-hmm. and Trout. It's just Soto all by himself. So you're, you're not going to find some really talented players that are viewed as top 10, top 15 guys in that 40 to 1 range. Yeah, you're not going to find any screaming values in the National League. This is funny, though. I feel like it gives me a little bit of freedom to not just go pure value hunting. When you okay. have those, like you're not betting Otani, Trout, or Vlad, right? So then you, you go for your value hunting and you go look for like the 35 to one, like Kyle Tucker that you think can do it. In the in the NL, like I feel a little bit more freedom to go after a 10 to one or a 12 to one player because of the fact that like, I don't feel like I'm suddenly like seeding value to people who are finding reasonable bets in the 25, 30, 35 range. So Trey Turner plus 1300, uh, somewhere in that range at most books, hitting in the middle of that Dodgers order, everything he does for that team, playing shortstop, stealing a ton of bases, hitting for power, team that's going to win 105, 106 games, whatever the case might be. Uh, I think, you know, we talked about Mookie and we talked about Freeman and we talk about uh, Cody Bellinger as guys who have already won MVPs on that team and how many MVP candidates are in that lineup. Trey Turner is another one. And so Trey Turner at 1,300, that's a, that's a bet that I actually, I, I like quite a bit, Joe. Anything else? We talked about Schwarber. That was one of your favorite bets. Anything else that we have not mentioned that you want to get out there? Yeah, I guess just since I hinted at it, he redemers for rookie of the year in the American League um, at 30 to one. He's going to get an opportunity for that team right away. Uh, and I really think that with what he's with what he's done coming up through that system and the fact that he could right off the bat be the third best pitcher on a team that I, I believe is going to contend. There's a lot to like there. And, you know, Bobby Witt Jr., Spencer Torkelson, Julio Rodriguez, Adley Rutschman, these guys should be looked at as the favorites in the American League. But something else that those guys have in common, at least, you know, Witt, Torkelson, Rutschman, Riley Green also, they might not be on competitive teams. And that doesn't matter quite so much for the Rookie of the Year as it does for MVP. But if Reed Detmers is putting in 150 innings for a team that wins the AL West or contends or gets a wild card spot, He's going to be looked at uh, as, you know, a key reason why the Angels finally broke through. So Reed Detmers at, at 30 to 1, that's that's one of my favorite award bets this season. The Athletics, Michael Beller at M Beller on Twitter. Michael, look forward to this conversation every year. I think we gave some winning tickets for the people. 
Let's go Phillies. Three years in a row, NL East. Let's do it. Thanks, Joe. Awesome to talk to you. Yeah, my BetQL Daily co-host Joe Giglio from Philly isn't buying all of our Phillies love. Ton of MLB futures, awards, stat categories all next week leading up to opening day on BetQL Daily. Catch it live weekdays 8 to 11 a.m. on the Odyssey app, Twitch, 105.9 FM HD2, and in podcast form, that's BetQL Daily. Jim Miller from PointsBet and Hawthorne Racecourse has his own MVP suggestions. Jim is next. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, usually here Saturdays 8 to 9 a.m. on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, Instant NBA Lightning Bets. Bet minute by minute, lightning fast. And now in Illinois, you can sign up from anywhere. Download the PointsBet app today and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone in seconds. New customers, use code THESCORE to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. From PointsBet and Hawthorne Racecourse, we welcome in our weekly contributor here on Early Odds. His name, Jim Miller. Jim, what are we? Five days away, Masters and opening day. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Masters, opening day, final four. So much going on. Our thoroughbred meet just kicked off this weekend as well. Kicks off today and goes all the way into June. So there is. There's so much going on at the PointsBet Sportsbook. It's exciting. I actually love wagering on golf, too. So, It's one of those things where I usually pick guys to finish top 20, top 40. There's the intrigue of seeing if Tiger's going to play again, Joe. So, so much out there, so much fun. All right. I know you've got some plays on MVP in both leagues. So let's take a look there. How about we start in your AL? All right. We'll start in the AL. Now, we've talked time and again, Joe, about how you have to shop your prices. So you stay away from Shohei Otani, who's your three to one (laughs) favorite right now. You probably bring Aaron Judge back into the mix at 15 to one just based on the exemption he gets for now getting to play home games. But the names that popped out to me, if you're looking for value, are one, a past MVP from right here in Chicago, Jose Abreu's 28-1. to Then you get Byron Buxton, who was probably the best player in baseball last year before getting hurt, 35-1. to And then the other one that shocked me, Joe, just if you're looking for a monster price early, J.D. Martinez has always produced. He's 90 to 1 right now. Whoa. What do you think? Any of those three have a shot? Here's what I like about the MLB awards is a lot of the narrative that you hear being discussed right now in these NBA awards coming down to the final couple of weeks is team wins. And I'm, I'm glad that Major League Baseball doesn't put that much into it. You can be on a garbage team, but people are willing to recognize because it's about the numbers you had a great individual season, and it's an individual sport. Uh, the voters try not to look at it that way in the NBA, even though it really is an individual sport. Yep. And, and yeah, some of the tiebreakers that are thrown out there, oh, your team was only a six seed. Jokic, I, I don't know that you're going to be the MVP. You're going to start to hear a lot of that. I, I'm already starting to see it. My point being that I don't know that a is going to get enough credit because the Sox are going to be somewhere around 90 victories, a win total, 91 and a half, 92 and a half, depending where you look. You know what I'm going to say about Buxton. You know, the talent's there. I like the number. Can he stay healthy for a full season? And it just feels like a yearly thing. We feel so bad because he went down. He was having a great year. If he's there, he's going to check a lot of boxes, a lot of boxes. I mean, look at where his war was when he went down to an injury last year. You know, the Red Sox are interesting. There are a lot of candidates that you could make a case for for MVP, and Cy Young, 
But most people, because the top is so stacked, they still look at them as the fourth place team in that division. And the thing about that, if you're looked at as a fourth place team, and like you say, what happens if they surprise and they finish second? Then yeah. all of a sudden, those guys get a little bit more notoriety. But here's the thing, and we've talked about this time and again, Red Sox games are constantly on the air. They're constantly a major game. They're constantly a marquee game because of their matchups and their rivalries with the Yankees and everybody else and what we're going to see out of the Jays this year. I just tend to wonder, I thought that was a massive, massive price on a guy that's done a whole lot of producing throughout the course of his career. All right, let me throw a, a twin at you that's not Buxton. What do you think about Correa at 45 to 1? Why not? 45 to 1 on a guy that you know is going to play, what, 155 games this year? Yeah. He's going to have to produce. Minnesota was supposed to, remember, they were supposed to be good last year. They were supposed to be the team that was right there at the top of the division contending with the White Sox. There's no reason to say they can't turn things around and be better again. Everybody talks about the Sox. Everybody talks about how great the Tigers are going to be. The Twins could be that team, much like the Red Sox, that all of a sudden, hey, what if they are contending throughout the course of the year? Because you know Correa is going to hit in the heart of that order the entire year. The key to a good season for Correa may be the health of Byron Buxton. Because if you're driving somebody in, that could be the guy that's right there that's uh, helping your RBI total, too. Extremely small sample size, but this is eye-opening. Here's Correa at target field. Now, keep in mind, going against Twins pitching, but 15 games at target field. He's hit 413, 443 on base, 762 slugging, so over 1,200 OPS. 26 hits in those 15 games, 12 for extra bases. I mean, that's Incredible. you can't do that for an entire year, but... He's hit very well. That was part of the selling point that he sees the ball well at target field. So, so I think, I think that's an interesting range to take a look at because if you're willing to omit those top three that you mentioned, Trout, Otani, Vlad Jr., there's a lot of value on the board. And over on the National League side, Jim, you've got Soto way up yeah. there. He's the wow. favorite in the National League. But after that, there isn't a top three like there is in the American League. So right. e even if you go down the board, it doesn't appear there's as much value. The National League really jumps out as a league. You probably want to monitor throughout the season. And I think you're better off doing that. I think you wait. I do think you monitor. And some guys that jumped off the board of me a little bit, Matt Olson, a guy at 22 to 1, just because you know he's going to produce and get a lot of opportunities to produce. Chris Bryant moving to Coors Field at 45 to 1. He's a past MVP, a past rookie of the year. He's a guy that could have a huge year. Yep. And the other guy that I saw, and again, he needs a bounce back here. I wish it was more of a comeback player of the year award. But what about Paul DeYoung? He's 100 to 1 right now. His first two seasons in St. Louis were awesome. He was horrible last year. But again, if they're going to be good at still a lineup that has so much power in it, this is a guy with the potential of a 200 hit season that might be able to be in the mix as well. All right, very good. Got the uh, MVP in both leagues covered. Opening day coming up on Thursday. We're all looking forward to that. Uh, what about the horses, Jim? All right, three big Kentucky Derby preps this weekend, Joe. So we'll start out at Turfway Park, race 12, the Jeff Ruby Stakes. Bet the two-horse, stolen base, aptly named horse. Bet that one across the board. Then go to Oakland Park, race 12, the Arkansas Derby. Bet the four-horse, doppelganger, across the board. And then go to Gulfstream Park, race 14, the Florida Derby, bet the nine. Oh, captain, who's 20 to one, bet that one across the board. And let's see if we can cash and get ready for an NCAA title game. Awesome. Got it all set, Jim. Next time we speak, we'll be into the MLB season and the Masters. Can't wait, my man. Oh, man, I'm ready, Joe. Good luck. Jim Miller, Hawthorne Racecourse and Points Bet Sportsbook, weekly contributor here on Early Odds. 
Join me on BetQL Daily weekdays 8 to 11 a.m. on 105.9 FM HD2 or the Odyssey app under BetQL Network or on the BetQL Twitch stream. Just a few things going on in the world of sports betting. Podcasts of every segment always posted by searching BetQL Daily. And my Tuesday through Friday hits right here on The Score. BetQL's countdown to tip off with my guy Nick Costos is next inside the clubhouse at 9. Early Odds returns to our 8 a.m. slot next week. Cash some tickets and keep it locked here on 670 The Score. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.